Bililum friends, welcome to the first podcast of the year. As you know, it's no longer the Snoring Bulldog podcast, but we will be going forward with the Snoring Kraken podcast featuring Twinkle from my fantasy series, to whom Molly passed on her baton as producer. There's lots to tell and prepare you for for this year, so let's see what we can give you in the way of info. There are several folks who very kindly asked me to keep them apprised of what's going on with my new journey, and I promise to do so in this podcast. Thanks to wonderful patrons, Candy and Jordy, I was able to purchase their beautiful and beloved vehicle, who I've now named Artemis, who will be helping me move and taking me on new adventures. She's a very grand Cherokee Laredo that is forest green, and she's absolutely perfect for all that lays ahead of me this year. When it comes to housing, I am still looking. I've hit lots of dead ends. Turns out being a caregiver without rental history or paycheck stubs is not what renting entities view as being acceptable. Even though my credit, they say, is stellar, and I have plenty in the bank in the way of deposits and prepayments. So if anyone knows of a little guest house, what they used to call a, was it a granny cottage or mother-in-law? That's the one I was thinking, mother-in-law's little guest house. I would be very interested. I would be way more interested if it was in Belmont Shore or Naples and Long Beach. So when COVID first hit, as you know, I was two days away from launching my 10 years in the making business. When that didn't happen in 2020, I went on my little Save the Tea Rooms campaign. And it was wonderful to see you all support Tea Rooms in a variety of ways through our activities and events and just flat out giving them the business, so to speak. Last year's theme was nurturing our patrons. And I did my best to try to do that. I had originally, as you know, planned not to do any events last year. And then because of all the messages and requests I received from the field, we ended up doing 44 events last year. And whereas those were all sold out, I do not envision that for this year because there are too many weird things we're doing this year. And I say amen. Our theme for this year is outreach. What does that mean? It means I'm going to try to focus on events that benefit and showcase others. We'll be starting out, for example, with Clue, a little whodunit based on the movie, which is based on the game. And that will be presented by Roxanne Gamble of Enchanted Storybook Portraits. Do you hear that? Workers outside. And of course, they showed up the moment I started recording. We're going to continue anyway, since when have I ever been professional? Actually, I used to be in my 20s. I outgrew it. Okay, so... Wonderful Roxanne, uber creative Roxanne, with whom we're going to be working a lot in the future, is writing the Clue event, which will involve actors from the Orange County School of the Arts, including her very talented and successful daughter, Ashley, who is actually in the Artemis Fowl movie. Let's see if I can squeeze in anything else in between pounding and drilling outside. Another example of us doing outreach is that I have purchased a table, I think it's April 24th, whatever that Sunday is, near the end of April, at the Lomita Railroad Museum's fundraiser tea. And we will be having a drawing among patrons to get to come to it for free. It looks like more people want to come than I have room for, so I might be getting another table, or you can just get tickets on your own. They're only $30. And again, it's a fundraiser hosted by volunteers at the Lumita Railroad Museum. So that will be fun. You will find that the bulk of our events are going to cost more. 
And I know I promised that I wouldn't lose money on events going forward, but we need to help the tea rooms. Their supply chain situations and the increased costs they're facing. Some of the tea rooms with whom I'm working are having to raise the cost they pass on to me by $15 per person, which is substantial. But that's because that's how much more it's costing them. They are not doing this lightly, and they're certainly not making a killing on anything. So be prepared for higher costs when it comes to the events. If there are events that seem pretty reasonable, it's because I am probably underwriting part of it. It's that simple. But I'm trying to make things available to people at all different price levels. And that may include me doing some underwriting. Our new policies for 2022 for events are going to be very, very strict and tough and breaking out the whip. Um, I'm no longer going to help people find replacements if they can't make it and they have to bow out. It just takes way too much of my time. I'm so sorry to let you down that way, but that was never something that we offered to do. I would just end up doing it, but it's a huge time drainer. So that's going to have to go by the way. And we will have options when it comes to some of the events and their payment, because I'm noticing that at tea rooms, they're receiving a ton of cancellations due to COVID-related issues. And that's nobody's fault. Nobody wants to cancel, but it leaves the tea rooms high and dry. And if we go with our usual prepay situation a couple months out, you may not know what your life is going to look like when it gets closer. So we're going to offer three different payment options, at least for the foreseeable future. If it's an event that I post last minute, we're having a flash sale on a quickie event that's only a couple weeks out. That will not have the three options. It will only have two. Here's the description of what to expect in the way of options. First off is the usual. You just click the PayPal button or link and you buy it, your reservation right there. Here's the catch. I've always said there would be no refunds, but I have been very lax about people getting credit for other things or if they had a sob story, I would just pay them back personally and still pay the venue. So if you didn't know that, if you got a refund for something, it means that I probably paid you personally and did not fill the spot. If you got a credit, same thing. Going forward, we won't be able to do that. So if you do, sorry about the pounding, you guys. If you do click that PayPal button and buy your reservation at the time, it's just like a theater ticket, meaning live production theater, going to a musical, going to a play. Once you buy the ticket, that's done. You cannot ask them for a refund. You cannot ask them for credit. You cannot ask them to switch seats. You could give your seat away just like you can with the theater ticket, but that's all we'll be able to do. And again, I won't be helping you find people to purchase your tickets. Just give them away to a friend or give them to us to donate to someone that might not be able to come otherwise. We'd always love to give you credit, not meaning towards events, but um, verbal credit. If you can't make it last minute and you want us to donate your ticket, we'd love to give a shout out. When I say last minute, I don't mean the day of. I will not be checking in online when people write to me and say, oh, I can't make it and it's in an hour and a half. Nope, I'm offline by then. But if you tell us a couple days in advance, then I can invite someone who is not able in their budget to justify getting a spot. So you might be making someone's day. So flat out buying your reservation, purchasing your reservations, number one. Number two, we now have reservation forms. When you do that, you are automatically on the same first comes first serve basis as those who clicked the PayPal button. You're not a second class citizen. You're up there right with them. And when you do that, I will put you on the list of reservations and I'll let you know with an email, just as I do with those who pay by PayPal. What will happen then is that two weeks prior to the event, I will send you an invoice for payment. It will be through PayPal, but just as with everything through PayPal, you can pay using a credit card, using a variety of means. You don't need to have a PayPal account to pay through PayPal. 
at the time I sent out the invoice two weeks prior to the event, you'll have 72 hours, that's a three full days, to pay for the reservation through the invoice I send you. If you disregard the invoice or if it goes to your spam because we're not listed as someone you take things from, if for whatever reason I don't hear back from you and we don't receive your payment, your reservation will be released and we will offer it to whoever is at the top of the waiting list. So that is the risk you run into when you decide to go with the reservation form versus the, the flat out payment button. I don't think you should be put off on that as long as you check your email regularly. But again, two weeks out, we will be sending out invoices. If you don't see it, check spam just in case or get a hold of me. Once I send out the invoice and you pay for it, again, it's just like with the other option. Like I said, just like with theater tickets, once you've paid, there are no refunds, period, period, period. I can't keep paying PayPal fees when I refund money, which I always do. And you would be responsible if you can't make it for finding a replacement or you can donate your ticket and we will try to give it away a couple days ahead. Okay, those are the two ways. The third way is a new thing called the stockpile. If you believe that you're going to be attending multiple events this year, you can pre-send us money, say it's $100, and you will have that on account in reserve. We don't make interest on that. PayPal will make the interest on that. That's okay. But when you do that and you go to make a reservation, I would then take the cost of the reservation out of your reserved fund, your stockpile fund, which means you would not be getting that invoice two weeks ahead because you'd already be paid. If you are a patron at the $3 level or above, you already have what's called a spit spot spreadsheet that shows you all of your activity. That would be noted on your spit spot spreadsheet that you had paid using funds from your stockpile account. So that is the way to go. If you desire to have that flexibility, it will not be debited from your stockpile account until two weeks out. So again, that's a great option for someone that isn't sure they want to buy the ticket two months out and they want to wait. You can use that reservation form to get on the RSVP list, get on the guest list, but then we won't debit it until two weeks out. I will then let you know I've debited it. And then at that point, again, your payment will have been made and you'll be guaranteed a spot whether or not you check your email. But as with the other two examples, once that payment has been credited, debited, whatever you want to call it, made, your reservation would be locked in. So two weeks out, there would be no refunds, no cancellations or anything like that. But at least you would be guaranteed that seat and not have to pay the invoice. Whew, that was a very long-winded way of explaining everything. But I don't take it lightly when it comes to your money. And I've done my best to refund everything I can possibly think of that people needed and make sure that no one's being taken advantage of. So let's get to some of the fun things coming up. We are finally getting to do our first surprise excursion. Our initial one that was to have taken place in January had to be canceled because the venue where we were going for tea put a moratorium on tea service. Our first one, well, I'll get to that in order, I suppose. But anyway, surprise excursions are going to be my favorite thing this year. We'll have a handful of them where you have no idea where you're going. You show up at a train or metro station with walking shoes and we jump on either the train or the metro to an unknown destination. We visit some sort of attraction or have some sort of tour and we have a meal, usually tea, and then we come back on the transportation. So your reservation will include transportation both ways, whatever meal we have, and whatever sort of entertainment, activity, attraction, whatever. That is what I am by far the most excited about. Here's what's going on the next two months for you to keep an eye on and decide whether or not it's right for you. I wanted to do our first tea trek ever. We haven't been able to do these. I wanted to go to Rosenblanc in Los Angeles on Friday, February 4th. 
I think there are two of us who want to go right now. They have very strict policies about vaccination and masks and all sorts of things. So decide if that's right for you. If you're interested, let me know right away and I will make a reservation or or post it or whatever we'll do. I have just started a little Facebook group for tea travelers who would like to meet up at Disneyland. I noticed that a number of our tea travelers with whom I'm friends on Facebook through tea travelers often post pictures about going to Disneyland. And I thought, wouldn't that be wonderful to have opportunities to meet up there? I was going to have one in February, but I think I'm going to hold off and I haven't been to the park since COVID. I haven't been anywhere for years, as you know, because of Molly and caregiving and so on. So I'm going to do a little recon in February and see the way to go. Next, for those from Club 1111, we are scheduled to go to Into the Woods at the Rose Center Theater in Westminster. And I hope all of you got the opportunity to get your reservation in for the Best Friends Tea at Paris in the Cup. That will be the weekend just prior to Valentine's Day, so the 12th and 13th. I'll be there on Saturday the 12th for an 11 a.m. reservation, but rumor has it a whole bunch of our folks got reservations for Sunday afternoon on the 13th after I posted that there were a few spots still open. So depending on what's going on with my schedule, I might swing by just to say hi to everybody. Thereafter, we have a very last minute cruise opportunity called Authors Adrift. Our wonderful Miss Marple, Mrs. Cratchit, Trish Miller, and I are both going. We each have single cabins. And the idea is that it is a writing retreat on the water. Your cell phone doesn't work so well or it costs a fortune to use. Not much internet unless you buy the package. And we are going to meet several times, like with meals and so on. We're taking one of those little Baja cruises for four days. It's very reasonable right now. And it's a chance for you to sit down and write. That is February 21st through the 25th. If you'd like to go, let me know. There are no charges from my end at all. It's just the charge that you would pay to the Carnival Cruise Line. But we will have little workshops, author's aid workshops while we're on the cruise. Those will all be no charge. Let's see what's next on the list. Our annual end of winter pajama party. This year, it's going to be at McKenna's in Seal Beach. It is going to be on Sunday, March 6th. I have checked out parking because that's always a challenge in Seal Beach. And they have taken over so much of the building they're in that most of the parking lot is theirs now and the other businesses aren't there on Sundays. Also, there is street parking and there's a little lot across the street with metered parking. And then finally, I checked out the library, which is a block away, a very, very convenient, easy to walk block away. They are closed on Fridays and Sundays and the parking lot will be open. So we will be doing events at McKenna's right now on Fridays and Sundays, and we may go to evenings as well. We're looking at doing, actually, we're looking at doing a ton of stuff with McKenna's. It's very exciting. I've always been very ashamed that I don't do more with them because the owners are wonderful and I live in Seal Beach, but the parking has been such an issue and we finally tackled it and we're finally going to be doing a whole bunch of stuff, including evening events. They're getting their beer and wine license. We've got a series we want to do there of entertainment. We've talked about doing a haunted house since they have all those entrances and exits. So much fun stuff is going to be coming up at McKenna's this year, and you couldn't meet nicer girls than the owners. Our next tea trek, if we get Rose and Blanc going in February, will be in March, and that will be going to Marlene's, that wonderful place down in San Diego, or ish San Diego. Clue that I mentioned earlier on Saturday, March 12th at Pamela's, to be written by Roxanne and Ashley Gamble. Let's see what you've got next after that. 
I mentioned we'll have our first surprise excursion. Oh, I can't wait. That is going to be Saturday, March 19th. That will be, I can't tell you where it goes. I'm so afraid I'm going to slip up. All I can tell you is it goes from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. That one will meet at the Santa Ana train station, which is my favorite. One of our tea travelers, Diane, introduced me to that station and I fell in love and try to leave from there every chance I get. So that will be from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, March 19th and include transportation, a meal, and some sort of entertainment. He he he, that's all I'm going to say. And the last thing going through March will be a ridiculous event at Paris in a Cup. I would like to say that I've been asked by people when we'll be doing our first event at Paris in a Cup this year. No, I have been harassed. I couldn't take the pressure anymore. So Cheryl and I put our thinking caps on over tea. We went to a gorgeous tea at the Montage. And this is not your normal thing. But then again, when have we ever done anything normal? Get ready to revisit the trail of the return of the revenge of the curse of the Pink Panther. That will start going out to patrons this week. Let me see if I can find the verbiage for that. Here we go. Oh, can you guys hear all that banging? Okay, that will be on... Sunday, March 27th at 11 a.m. And if it sells out, we'll add a second seating that afternoon. The famed Pink Panther Diamond has been in a private collection for decades. Upon the death of its owner, the priceless gem was bequeathed to a museum, and you've been invited to the unveiling. There's just one thing missing. Can you guess what it is? <laughs> so, that will be a very fun, interactive event where we figure out who done it, as in who perpetrated the heist, including a specialty menu set up just for the occasion, party favor, the interactive who done it, all the works. And the dress code is going to be pink and or Monte Carlo après ski chic. If you've never seen the Pink Panther movies, you're in for a treat. My favorite is The Return of the Pink Panther, and there will be a lot of lines from that quote of that day, I can tell you. So that takes us through March. Our whimsicality board is gearing up. I'm very grateful to say that in the month of January alone, we gave out more than $6,000 to artists in need. One, two, I think five. Five artists were able to make ends meet thanks to your donations. If anyone donated to us on Giving Tuesday in November, we don't have access to who that is. We haven't received the funds. We won't get them for another month or two. So we have no way of thanking you directly for that. We just get a blanket check. And this year, with the matching that Facebook matches donations, they matched a whopping $16. We're getting $16 from Facebook. Down a dollar from last year, but it will pay for a month of bank fees. So that's great for the nonprofit. I think that's about it. I'm going to try to, I will be doing the newsletter later today that will have the same sort of info, but in writing. If you had previously signed up for our Witches Cauldron event, meaning at the Cauldron in Buena Park, you should have received an email from me letting you know of the new proposed date. And if you're unable to make it, I'm very happy to give you a refund. It's been very, very challenging trying to reschedule with them for a long time. They were not taking reservations, and I can't even tell you how many messages and emails I've sent. And I became quite a pest. I feel bad. If you're unable to attend, I believe that is the Sunday before Easter. Let me know, and we'll get you refunded. And if you had been hoping to go and couldn't because it was full, you may have an opportunity now. 
Okay, guys, I think that's it. If you have questions about anything, let me know. I am very focused on trying to find a place to live. I, I need to get that done sooner than later. So I will probably make mistakes all over the place, get things wrong, list wrong dates, wrong times. So please be gentle when you correct me on that. It's not on purpose, that's for sure. But I am really focused on trying to move and I will start packing tomorrow. And if I don't have a place by March 1st, I'll move my stuff into storage and take it from there. Much, much love to you all. I'm so excited for this year. I can't stand it. And if there's anything I can do in any way to make you feel more comfortable or have more peace of mind or just give you a lift of any sort, please let me know. I truly believe the best is yet to come. And I could not be more grateful for everything that I've gone through in the last year because of the ways it's made me grow. And it's taught me a lot. And we all need more love, you guys. If you think someone is acting badly, they probably just need a hug or more love. If you consider someone a troll or toxic, guess what? They're probably hurt and could use your love. So please, in our year of outreach, let me know of your own ways that you're doing outreach by reaching out to others because our world is hurting right now. Kisses to you all. Talk to you soon and hopefully see you very soon. Cherry, stay calm, everyone. To talk.